Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music by David Fezlian, fezlianstudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ. This is Viva Christ, and we are on episode 17. Today we will be listening to a dissertation by Enoch on refining the mind, followed by a dissertation by Jesus as he compares human intelligence to wave intelligence. Jumping into the cosmic stream, I'll be reading from the telepathic dissertation I received from Enoch for the book, The Omega Journey, which is written by Irma Kuru, available in the Kindle section of Amazon Worldwide. As one of the few oldest living minds here in the afterworld, I can tell you that refinement can happen after the corporal journey is over. You only have to contemplate all of your information, and in the contemplation, you must think if there is another way to see that information. Is there another point of view, another interpretation, another perspective, and a higher perspective, a higher point of view, and a higher interpretation? The easiest way to do this is to utilize your knowledge of opposites. If you are stumbling over your attachment to hate, think of the opposite. If you cannot imagine loving what you hate, then try for a neutral position that allows for the acceptance of facts only. What happened during your life's journey happened, and now it's over. You may not like it, but now you are free. You do not need to continue being vigilant against your enemies anymore. You do not need to hold on to hate and animosity anymore. You do not need to hold on to bitterness, regret, or remorse anymore. Likewise, there is no reason to hold on to guilt or shame. Reinvent yourself by reinventing your past responses that plague you. Change all hostile perspectives to peaceful ones, and you will be clearing the way for the light to receive you. Begin the practice now, while you are still on earth. If you cannot, of your own accord, come up with positive thoughts to think of, then avail yourself of all your technological toys and research positive phrases and inspirational quotes. Find at least five that you like, ten if you're really adventurous, and use these quotes whenever dark thoughts come to you. Consider it a game like volleyball. Your lower mind serves you a ball of negative thoughts. You strike that ball with your right hand, the hand of truth and positive reinforcement, and you counter that ball of negative thoughts by sending back a ball of positive thoughts. If you record these thoughts on your phone to listen to, they will always be at the ready for you to use. Likewise, if you write them down in a pocket-sized notebook, they will be at the ready to take with you and read whenever you need to. Once you have aligned your mind to positive thinking, you will be able to think up your own positive thoughts, and it will come naturally to you to counter all old programming with new programming. Coming out of the cosmic stream, Jesus compares human intelligence to wave intelligence. Wave intelligence is superior to human intelligence. Human intelligence is corrupted by sensitivity, concern, care, and moral judgment. Human intelligence is also corrupted by immoral judgment, sadistic thinking, and malicious thinking. 
both ends of the scale of a corruption to the superior intelligence of the waves. As long as there is a judgment, positive or negative, good, bad, kind or unkind, there is corruption of intelligence. The state that is perfect is the state that does not judge because there is nothing to judge. The wave that is perfect does not judge because there is nothing to judge. There is nothing outside of the perfect state or the perfect wave, and there is nothing inside the perfect state or the perfect wave. And when the perfect wave encounters a wave that is not polarized to it, it does not stop to investigate. It does not get to know the opposite wave. It moves on without concern, care, or knowledge of awareness of what it is not like. It continues to seek what it is like. The waves that communicate between one another communicate through their similarities, not their differences. If humans only conducted themselves like the waves, there would be no conflict and no war. What exists, exists. But humans get involved with what they discover, and as they get involved, so they also get attached, and as they get attached, so they also care, and as they care, they are now invested in the outcome of their relationship with the wave they have encountered that is outside of them, and they will want to influence that wave in order to conform it into what they envision it to be. And it is this conforming process that is also corrupting, for change cannot happen without corruption. In the event of change, something is lost while something else is gained, and it is only personal perception that determines whether that change is good or bad. Without personal perception, there is no judgment at all. A meets B, and together they produce C, and neither A, B, or C are invested in any of it. A does what A wants, and B does what B wants, and C does what C wants. But should C have perspective that sees what A and B are doing, and should C see the actions of A and B are wrong, C will try to influence A and B to stop what they are doing. But A and B are without the perspective that C has. As C is the only one with C's perspective, C is either refined or evolved, or C is corrupted by his or her perspective, which is a condition that his or her creator does not share. In order to be at peace, you must surrender the perception that causes conflict. Drift, like A and B are doing. This is the natural order of the universe. But the human species does not drift. It seeks to change the natural order and upset the peace in favor of its own brand of chaos. Peace releases the search for all things, whether these things are intellectual, emotional, spiritual, or material. Peace comes when you surrender the search. Surrender the mental need to search and surrender your attachment to the chaos, for while you are invested in a return from your existence, you are invested in conforming the chaos into a wave that will produce what you want. And you cannot conform chaotic waves without doing battle with the chaotic waves, and the battle will not bring you peace. Peace is the alpha state. When you find this state, you are in your alpha mind. 
The Omega Mind does not contain peace. The Omega Mind contains the waves that correspond to the emotional content of your information. As energy waves do not die, so your own emotional waves will not die, and only those thoughts that radiate peaceful, calm, serene waves will bring you peace. All other thought waves will bear the emotions that are indigenous to their thought content. The Omega Mind is full of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings that were gathered on any individual's human life journey. Along with this information, the Omega Mind also holds the character, personality, and identity of the individual journeyman or woman. Information is refined through raising the mind to perceive alpha sentient information and applying alpha sentience to all lower information. Due to the knowledge of human language, the adept student can perceive alpha sentience and know it as the affectations of love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, mercy, compassion, forbearance, and self-control. And it can apply this knowledge to the lower information and thereby refine that lower information so it suits the higher meaning of sentient knowledge. Now the lower information has been transformed to omega information, and what cannot be transformed is abandoned in the carnal bowels that are attached to the flesh. The carnal mind is in the bowels of the mental staircase. All information is refined, and as it is refined, it travels up the mental staircase until it reaches the top. Here the omega mind is born. The omega mind is at the bottom of the alpha staircase. The carnal mind is at the bottom of the Omega Mind staircase. All dark information remains in darkness. Darkness is a state without rising. It is a state without advancement or evolution. Darkness is redundancy. All information is cyclic. The information of the mind turns in revolutionary cycles, and as it is pondered, contemplated, and discerned, it is also refined and moves to a higher level. But while information remains dark, it is merely repeated without anyone to do the pondering, contemplation, or discernment. So the same dark thoughts circle around and around within the subject's mind. The thoughts go nowhere and the information does not evolve. As the information does not evolve, the mind also does not evolve. The mind becomes as dark as the information. In the case where information is pondered and contemplated, but the purpose is to find darker meanings and intentions. The information is further corrupted. It does not rise, for corruption cannot rise. The information that is corrupted to new depths just creates lower planes to live on. The staircase of darker knowledge descends. The staircase of higher knowledge ascends. Rather than ascending toward the alpha plane, Corrupt information descends to deeper levels as yet uncharted and unknown by higher spirits. This is the realm of dark minds and their dark worlds of chaos, misery, mayhem, suffering, and purgatory. These worlds have been referred to as hell and Hades, but they may also be called graviton worlds because the waves of these worlds are as heavy, dense, and weighty as the forces of gravity are, and due to their weight, they bear no light. Coming out of the cosmic stream, I wanted to elaborate on Christ's dissertation because he spoke a lot about the perfect waves that have no identity 
and how these waves seek only waves of equal polarity, vibration, and oscillation. They do not stop to investigate anything that is not equal to their own signature. He compared this to human minds and how we do investigate and get involved. Even those who hate get involved. As soon as a hate group forms against a social class, whether that social class refers to a segment of the population that bears a different race, economic status, physical disability, age, or sexual preference, that hate group is involved. It doesn't hate in silence. It hates publicly by engaging in acts of mayhem and destruction against the target that it hates. They are not silent, nor are they peaceful. The same thing occurs with hunting and the mass slaughter of the animal kingdoms and the massive destruction of the planet. All of these things are done blindly, mindlessly, because those responsible just follow the wave of destruction. And they do these things publicly. When leaders of countries declare war, they are publicly declaring their hate. They are not silent, nor are they peaceful. This is how negative waves respond. It is only the positive wave that flows effortlessly, seeking only what is equal to their own positive wave output. They do not make themselves known unless they encounter their own wave output, and then they are known only to the wave they are equal to. The positive wave would pay no attention to the wave of hate. In contrast, to place this in human terms, the humans who were filled with hate would hate the man with the positive wave, and they would go after him intent on killing him. They would not be peaceful. Their own negative chaotic energy would drive them to chaos and mayhem, and as they were not in control of themselves, they would not control their own chaos and mayhem. In the perspective of a healthy mind, the human controlled by the negative wave is not healthy. If you are not in control of your mind, but you are being controlled by negative forces, you are in effect a slave to what is unseen and only experienced in your emotions and feelings that are driving you into a chaotic, hateful, frenzied rage. If you were truly in control, you would rein in your mind and understand how you feel, and you would tame not only your feelings, but your thoughts. But because you do not stop to do this, because you run rampant, you are not in control. So when you destroy and consider yourself as having achieved something, all you have really achieved is obeying your dark master's call. You have done nothing on your own, and you have done nothing to serve yourself. Your dark master is the wave of chaos and mayhem. This is what you serve, and you surrender your mind in favor of having no mind, so you can be just as random, chaotic, and destructive as a dark wave. This does not help you to grow intelligent, and it does not help you to evolve. In order to develop, you must use your mind toward evolving intelligence, or else you are nothing more than a reckless storm, a mindless energy burst, contained in a human body. Is this really all you want to be? The mind is who you are. But if you forsake your mind, you are nothing but random energy in action. In order to participate fully in the living experience, you must engage your mind. And to do this, you must rein your mind in and refine your hate, understand your hate, and reason out your hate, and thereby learn why you hate and what fuels your hate. You owe it to your mind to do this. Your mind is all you are, 
To forsake your mind is to forsake yourself. And the man who hates his enemy makes himself a fool in this case because he is only forsaking himself. So he is showing that while he hates others, he also hates himself. For if he truly loved himself, he would love his mind. He would want to know his mind and be at peace with his mind. Anything less than this would make him an enemy of his own mind. In our next Cosmic Christ podcast, Jesus speaks about uncovering human programming. This is Reba Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.